Wasn't very good advice Probably shouldn't have said it twice So don't give us credit We very much regret it Just keep it in air quotes Hello, you're listening to Air Quotes. This is Kristen. This is Chelsea. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Yes. So we got some feedback from one of our last episodes regarding a gift that one of our friends had received. Um, we'd talked about not necessarily interesting gifts that we yeah. receive. And not that we wanted to say bad gifts, but just right, like... Right, right. Interesting gifts. So Yeah. So one of our listeners, um, S... How... how what's her name on Instagram. Snadra. Snadra, 77. Um, she's so cute. She's one of our neighbors. But she said that one year when she was little, they showed up to their grandma's house and their cousins were open opening their presents. And she said it was relatively decent gifts for a child, you know, like dolls and things like that. She's like, then my sisters and I opened our gift and we were a little perplexed to find that our grandma had made us matching jumpers from the fabric she used to make the curtains for her storage room. <laughs> so it we had was, a little sound of music. Yeah. She said it was a green fabric and she accessorized it with a bright orange rickrack for the neck and the arms. We hated it so bad. And to our dismay, our mom made us all wear these for the first day of school. <gasps> so we'd have pictures of them to show our grandma how much we loved oh, them. Oh, no. I know. I should have her send us a picture. Right. How, how old does it say how old she was? No. Must have been elementary school age. Yeah. That's amazing. Isn't that awesome? I was laughing so hard. I'm like, that is good. We have to be thankful that people nowadays don't, they don't do that as much anymore, make homemade gifts. Because I think that back in the day, there were a lot more homemade gifts. And sometimes homemade gifts are great. Like, I don't want to knock them because some of my favorite gifts, gifts have been homemade. But I think that some gifts that are homemade are just, they're yeah. they're bad. And I you just, can't throw them out. You can't. The part that was killing me was that it was the same fabric from the storage room curtains. Right. And, the, like, you know, the storage room is the worst yeah, fabric you have in the house. Not like the main curtains in the <laughs> living room, but the storage room curtains. Like, oh. I want to know what came first. Like, she made the curtains first, and she's like, oh, I have extra fabric. I'll make the jumpers. <laughs> Or, or did she, she buy the fabric for what? the jumper? No. Yeah. I think it was the curtains and then the jumper. Oh, man, that's awesome. But while we're giving a shout-out to Sandra, I also want to shout-out um, to the Happy Scraps. She, she's awesome. She's um, one of our listeners, and she was asked from one of her listeners, like, what are her um, favorite podcasts, and we made the top three. So <gasps> I know. When I saw that she tagged us in that post, I was like, oh, you're so great. So thanks to her for listening and everyone else that listens, of course. But that was awesome that we made the top three. Yeah, Chelsea and I were just having a discussion about podcasts and what we listen to. And ironically, I mean, our podcast is a fun, light podcast, but I really love those true crime podcasts. I think that right now a lot of people, that's what they're into. I've been listening to a few, and I'm, I have such messed up thoughts now. But I've flirted with the idea of starting a true crime podcast because I've... You cheater. I know, I know, I know. Um, I don't have the time for it, but it may be something that I'll do eventually someday. But yeah, I'd love to just like... I mean, the other day, I could not put it down. I'm, like, bathing Maisie. I'm doing the dishes. I'm, you know, driving the car and just continually flowing from, like, my headset to the speaker in the house, listening to this podcast that I'm obsessed with. So I can't do it. I have nightmares. Like, I can't even watch the news. I can't watch any sort of intense show that Tyson's watching. I just, I'm a real wuss. I I don't know why it's different because I can't watch, like, 48 hours. 
for some reason, when, maybe it's the visual. I can't watch a show. And I listen to them during the day. So maybe by the time I get to the evening, it's, you know, yeah. but where those shows are in the evening. Right. Um, but during the day, I do love to listen to some true crime stuff. So My cousin Lindsay, she listens as well. And she's cracking me up. We were talking about it. And she's like, I told my husband, I just sleep with one eye open now. I'm like, oh, <laughs> my gosh. Yeah. That's why I can't listen. Also, don't keep recordings of anything. Well, this is bad because we're recording everything that's going on in our lives. But if you record stuff, then they, then they have evidence, right? Yeah, I know. So that's the other thing I've learned. The other thing I've learned is just shut up. I shouldn't say those kids listening. Just be quiet. Don't say anything. That's how you get away with stuff is just zip it. They ask you a question and you just mm, mm, don't budge because then they can't charge you with lying. It's him. Anyway, it's crazy. All right. Okay. So with that. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> the fact that you're like. Taking notes. Right. That's creepy. Well, no, I'm just amazed at how people get away with it. And then when I find out, oh, it's just that they're not saying anything. Right. There's no alibi. There's right. no info. Because you don't have to say something. Right. But whatever you and say. And you also don't have to plead the fifth, right? If you plead the fifth, then it's like, oh, there's something you're hiding. But if you just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Because you don't have to say something, but if you do say something, then it can be hold against, held against right. you. Right, right. It's oh. it's interesting. Anyway, um, so I had some criminal activity at my house while I was out of town. I While I was at Disney World. I get, I have like that ring on my doorbell and I oh, see yeah. on my phone a picture pop up of somebody I don't recognize. So I hit the speaker to listen in and I hear the guy get on a phone call and he's like, hey, I've just been in an accident if you don't mind coming to pick me up. So I'm wondering why this random guy is at my house. So I hit the, the response button and I'm like, excuse me, um, this is my house. I'm just not home at the moment what's going on and he tells me hey I'm your back door neighbor we share a cinder block fence and he says that he just tapped the fence like he somehow whatever so I said well just give me a minute let me send some friends over and have them come check it out so Allie and Ryan and Oliver my heroes they're over there in like 30 seconds flat like the guy yeah they just like it was great so they get over there I, I let them in um, they go to the backyard, and the guy where he hit my fence, he has top, he has hit the coop. The coop's like at a forty-five degree angle; it's just tipped and to the side. For those of you who have never seen her coop, it's not just like a little tiny coop. No, it's a big coop. I could, I could probably have a dozen chickens if I wanted. Yeah, there's no way he just tapped the fence. He, well, and there was like some area of forgiveness between the cinder block fence and the coop, so he had to hit the cinder block hard enough that it went into the coop and pushed the coop right like the yeah. like if he just tapped it then the cinder block would have just gone and the the coop would have been fine there's no tapping but he yeah i know <laughs> i know he he dug so deep into the ground like the the legs dug into the dirt the solid dirt icy dirt you know yeah. like it's not anyway he yeah like you said i called Allie after i got home and i said he didn't just tap that thing he knocked it up um so anyway but that's so it, he, he did a number on my fence. Um, I know I saw it today, and it's like it's like all gone, like all fallen and gone. There's no way. Yeah, well, that's it. I think he he claims he slid on the ice, which when I went on his side, there's you know how when you park your car outside, there's that space of where your car it's dry. Yeah. So there was that space, and then there was the ice and like behind it. So he would have hit the ice and then had that whole car length to not slide. 
And, and then, then so I think he must have hit the gas. And meant to hit the brake. Yeah, he had to have. He hit it hard. He hit it Hollywood style hard. Like it was bam, you know. Um, he said his response was one, whose, whose fence is it? Like if it was my fence, he didn't have to cover the cost. He asked my friend like, well, is it her fence? Because if it's her fence... And, of course, she's like, it doesn't matter. You hit it. Like, right. it doesn't matter if it's down the street. <laughs> it doesn't matter whose fence it is. And, you know, so he kind of wanted to see if I would, you know, check my appraisal, my last appraisal to see whose fence it built. I'm like, I'm not going to. You hit my fence. you got to fix my fence. Right. The other thing he asked is if I wanted it. If we just, let's just go ahead and take it down. It's, it was a nuisance anyway. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I was like, no, I want I want it. Like, I don't want a new fence. I just want a, I just want what was there to be put back up, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, I was in an accident recently. I wanted to ask him, did you like it? You kind of liked it, didn't you? <laughs> <laughs> did you like slamming my fence down? You liked it, didn't you? So anyway, but when I got home, my friends had set up. Well, here's the other thing. I had also called my friend Erica. She always uh, takes care of the chickens. Her and her daughter Claire take care of the chickens while I'm gone. So I had called them. They didn't get the phone call. So by the time Allie and Ryan and Oliver were over there, then then Erica called me back and she's like, we'll get right over there. So then Erica and her husband and kids show up. And so they're all there. And the guy is just thinking, why do we have the whole neighborhood here? These must be some seriously important chickens. Like Very important. Yeah. And they are important. They're super important chickens. Yeah. Um, the other thing is, I think it was dust time. Since I wasn't home, I wasn't sure what time he hit it, right? But yeah. I think that they were probably in the coop. So can you imagine them all just like perched up, ready for bed? And then it's like, Wah! You know, (laughs) poor ladies. Um, So anyway, but they set up they set up a little makeshift situation for the chickens because they the coop you couldn't do anything with it. So they took the heater out of the coop. They put it in Maisie's playhouse, water, food, everything. And so when I got home, of course, there's like chicken poo all over my yard because they've been running wild. But that's you know, I mean, it was the situation we needed to, to do. You know, yeah. But. The thing that I didn't think of was it was like a freaking Easter egg hunt in my backyard. Oh, my heck. <laughs> yeah, they've been laying eggs all over. And it's just like Easter where I come spring, come, you know, yeah, next summer, gonna I'm going to be finding eggs. I haven't, I've figured, okay, I've got three chickens. I was gone for five days. So roughly a dozen eggs are in my backyard. And I found two. So I don't, I'm going to find a gold mine somewhere because yeah. so, they tend to like lay in the same area. Yeah. But... I don't oh, know where those eggs funny. are. I didn't even think about the eggs. Yeah, so that was what made me think, I've got to get that coop back up because I don't want to have a stockpile of eggs. i got to get them back in to where they're laying. Um, anyway, so yeah, the fence is getting taken care of. We talked to them. We sorted that out. So that was kind of the drama that, that unfolded while I was gone. Um, but while I was there, the one um, the one thing that happened to me that was very memorable, besides all of those fun times at Disney World... We went to um, a barbecue pit one night, and I ordered the steak pieces because that sounds good, right? Kind of <laughs> they had weird. like a yeah, they had like a ribeye, a porterhouse, and I was like, "What are the steak pieces?" So I, anyway, um, I ordered them just because you were know. they good? Well, they were. They, it sounds like she what told was me cut it was like a center. Other. That's what I was thinking. She's like, "No, it's the center cut. It's all good. It's you know." And so I was like, "Okay, I'll try." Because the reason why I wanted it was because it was with onions and mushrooms and marinated and like it sounded. They were dressing up the the scraps, right? So I ordered that. But then as I'm eating, I get this like little this little wood stick. 
that's like a skewer, right? Yeah. A burnt skewer nub that's maybe an inch long in my food. In your food. So I'm like, what? So I pull it out. I'm inspecting it, you know, and the waiter walks up and I said, uh, it's, I'm looking at it, right? And I'm like, oh, hey, uh, I just found this in my food. And she's like, oh, I'm so sorry. The kids' meals have skewers and it's probably from the kids' meals. And I was like, it's okay. I was like, I'm not, I'm not looking for compensation or anything. I just, like, you happened to walk up when I was inspecting it and whatever. Yeah. She's like, well, I'll inform the kitchen staff. And I'm like, oh, don't, don't make a big deal of it. Like, it's not just, yeah, it was in my food, but don't, it's not, not a problem, whatever. So she leaves. She comes back like two minutes later. She's like, hey, I, I told the manager and he's going to come over in here and talk to you because, you know, the situation. And I'm like, really, it's not that big of a deal. So the manager comes from behind and he, as he turns the corner, he looks at me and he points in my face and starts laughing. And he's all, <laughs> right in your face? Yeah. He laughed so long. I said to him, why are you laughing at my face? And my brother thinks that maybe he thought, like, I had my hair up. So maybe he thought I was a dude from behind or something, which that's offensive that my brother's like, yeah, he probably thought you were a man, you know? <laughs> anyway, so he's like, he's laughing hysterically. And I'm like, excuse me, like, now I feel bad. And he's like, oh, so sorry. You know, we're sorry. Um, we're going to compensate you. We're going to give you this 10% off coupon for the next time you come. That You know, and I'm like, no, don't worry about it. I don't want compensation. Anyway, but by the time he left, I was like, I want compensation for the face laugh. Yeah, why do you I want to be comped a meal. I don't know. I don't know what happened. But I honestly was shocked that he, he didn't apologize for laughing in my face. What did he say after you said, why are you laughing in my face? Nothing. He just like wrapped it up. He wrapped up his laughter. He kind of looked at me like he knew me, he recognized me. And he was like, oh, it's you again, complaining. I was like, I've never even been to this place before. I don't oh. know. I don't know for sure. But it was very awkward. Very, uh, not something. Do you not... still have the 10% off coupon? I do. Let's go back and ask. No, it, the yeah. steak pieces, I was so sick that night, I'm going to be honest. I really thought I maybe got food poisoning. Oh, boy. Yeah. So it was a bad situation. It was a bad all. situation all around. But yeah, I mean, unacceptable. Son of a gun. People. Yeah. The people. I want to share a funny story that um, I read yesterday. Um, one of our friends, Jen Jensen, I asked her even if I could share it because I wanted to make sure. But oh my gosh, I was laughing so hard. So she said... Um, there's nothing like going to Walmart and having the cashier ask your own advice on what she can soak in to get rid of her itchy bum. Why would she do that? <laughs> I don't know. But I was laughing. Was she so just ex itching excessively that she just was like, I've got to let this girl yeah, know what's happening? Like, and was she touching all of her, like, her meats and her... I got to get all the details. Her broccoli. But I did find out what Jen's response was. And she said, um, maybe try Epsom salt. Is it Epsom? Uh-huh. Salt and hydrogen peroxide. Oh, well, that's, look at how nice I Jen know. is Jen to just is give so her some nice, recommendations. I was laughing so hard. I was like, oh my gosh, of course. <sighs> of course, like you would only, I mean, you would think that you wouldn't even hear that at Walmart, but yeah. that's not, I don't think that's something. You that, shouldn't like, hear that from your neighbor. Yeah, I you know. You should only hear that from your, your spouse. spouse. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Or then. your child, somebody in your house that you have to deal with that situation. <laughs> oh man, how to fix the itchy bum. Wow. Okay, so here's the thing. I got I just got back from Disney, right? We've talked about this a million times. But I, a couple things came up while I was there that I wanted to reveal to you guys because I didn't know this and I thought this was pretty cool. Okay, first of all, before I get there, 
people of Disney are a very interesting bunch. I've observed like while I was there and it was interesting to see the culture that is Disney that you wouldn't see outside of the, you know, outside. Right. Like you can the, only do Disney. He's my, he's my Mickey, she's my mini shirts or the I love you, I know. You know, like nobody's wearing those outside, at least not together, especially. Right. You know, you got your reunion shirts, the best day ever shirts. I saw a lot of, like, most expensive days ever shirts. Oh, really? I saw quite a few people walking around with Donald's bum on their head. Like, the hat, the new hat is, you know, you have Mickey ears. Yeah. Now there's, the it's Donald's bum. It's just, like, his legs. I, I don't. It, oh, my yeah, why, why would you buy that? I don't know. You're not going to take that home and then and wear it again, how right? How much did you spend on it? Probably 30 bucks. Holy cow. The other thing is they give you these, so at Disney World, they give you these wristbands. And it's called a magic band, and so you, like, tap it on everything in order to, like, activate your fast pass or to get on a ride, right? Yeah. But it's, like, this subculture where there, if you have a wristband, you don't have to have one. Like, if you're staying at a resort or if you pay extra, you can have one, or you can just have a regular card. They have a just, like, a credit card you can use, right? Um, but when you have that magic band on, you feel like a boss, right? You're just, like, tapping left and right, like, get me on this ride, you know? Yeah. And then... But when you come home, it's useless. There's no no rhyme or reason to that. Like, they've created right. this band that is total garbage. Like, why wouldn't they make an app on a phone other than, you know, it's to make more money. Yeah. But can't you just tap the app on a phone? Like, we all – people have smartphones, right? Yeah, but, but they did it because you want to fill. Yeah, but you're just tapping like a boss, just – and then that thing is just garbage. So um, the, the thing that um, – that we realize there is that Disney's cheap and they only have one ply toilet paper. Really? Yeah. My nephew exclaimed at one point that his bum was bleeding and we were like, okay, it's a little too much. So yeah, Disney needs to spring for some two ply. Come on, Disney. Come on. One ply? My mom has one ply. That's the only time I'm ever using one ply. The other thing about Florida is that they have a thing called a silver alert. Have you heard of that? No. It's like when old people go missing. What? Who's stealing old people? At Disney? Or well, just no, just anywhere? in Florida. Like, you'll be driving down the street. You know how you have Amber Alerts? They have Silver alert Alerts. So they'll just let people oh will be gosh. kidnapping old people. Where are they taking Threatening them? to reverse their mortgage or <laughs> what is that? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am I, also not convinced that the buzz cheat works. Remember how I told you how you go into the first room and there's a oh, robot yeah. and you hit the claw? I did get the high score, but I wasn't, like, excessively high. Dang it, I wanted to beat Tyson. Okay, but Toy Story, there is some cheats, and it did work. Right before I got on, I looked up on Toy Story, and there's, like, a method to hitting certain things. Um, Specifically, there was one where you hit balloons, and it's like you hit all the snake balloons, and then you hit, like, three in the sky, and then it'll erupt the volcano, and then the volcano has a bunch of, like, like, higher dollar ones. So there is a way to cheat at Toy Story. If you follow those, those were working. That seems like a lot of work. Yeah, it does, but if you're really competitive, it's not a problem, it's worth right? It. Okay, I'll look it up. The other thing that I was noticing is I feel like a lot of those employees are really dead inside. <laughs> we were trying to figure out who was the most dead inside employee, and I think it was there were some guys on stilts in the parades, and they were they were wearing like purple outfits with polka dots and helmets and just like dancing, and I was like, you know that those guys are going to the bar every night. You know that those guys are just like, ugh. Again. The other thing is I wanted to, I want to find out what's the most turnover. Because I don't remember if we talked about this. My sister applied for a job to be a Disney princess. She was really excited about this. But she has culinary background. 
And when she got the letter back from Disney, it said that she'd make a perfect turkey leg roaster. And she was totally offended because she's not a princess, right? I didn't know that. Yeah. And so that's like, are you sad if you become Winnie the Pooh? You know, like if you get cast as something, does it destroy your self-esteem? Because obviously everybody wants to be a princess. I wanted Ariel. Yeah. And it's like, nah, you're a goofy. Yeah. Anyway, but I I didn't look, but I was just wondering, like, what's the what's the turnover rate? I figured the worst job was if you go into It's a Small World, there is a tower at the very beginning, and there's a controller, the lead or whatever, and he's just sitting there watching the boats, like people get on and off the boats. But you just got to listen to that song all day long. It's a small world, right? Nonstop. And I didn't think I didn't think that ride could get any worse until I took Maisie on it. And Maisie's a very inquisitive child. And she spent the whole ride saying to me, Mom, what's that? Mom, what's that? Mom's that? I'm like, it's a doll. She's like, Mom, what's that? I'm like, it's a doll with Hawaiian clothes on. Mom, what's that? It's an Eskimo doll. The whole ride. What's that? What's that? What? The, there was like an older couple in front of me and they kept looking back. And I'm like, I, I'm annoyed too. I don't know. And in the, you know, obviously, as she's saying, as she's saying, what's that? What's that? It's just in the background. It's a small world. And I'm, oh, yeah, I didn't, oh, I couldn't man. go on it again. Okay, so at the end of it, we decided that if Disney ever gets run down, it's going to be the creepiest place on earth because that music's creepy. The clothing is kind of creepy. Like, if just you fade their clothing just enough. The employees, like the cast members, all kind of have question. You know, their outfits have faded a little. If the colors of Disney fade, it could be a really creepy location. Do you feel like it's creepy because of the podcast you've been listening to? Um, Yeah, probably. It's affecting your life. Yeah. We also decided we also decided that we want to come up with a fake Disney that's cheap. We're going to call it Didney. We want to go to Didney. <laughs> and we're going to have Minty Mouth. And he's going to be like the character. And he's, you know, he's going to like give the kids. It's going to be like a mouth. And he's going to give the kids mints. Um, but then you wake your kids up in the morning. And you're like, kids, we're not going to school today. We're going to Didney. And they're like, yay. And then you're like, no, no, no. Didney. It's Didney. Um, anyway, so we're working with that idea, but just oh like really gosh. a lot cheaper. Hey. It's same concept, a lot cheaper. That's the only thing I've really figured out. I am excited about the pins that you told me about. Okay, so here's the other thing. So here's the secrets that I found out at Disney. And by the way, my brother-in-law, Derek, came up with the Disney, I- the Disney oh, idea. Oh, Derek, thanks. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought like it was it. great. Okay, so here's the secrets. If you have pins, you can go on, like, eBay. You've probably seen the Disney pins that are a billion dollars at the stores. I just got some on Amazon. 50 pins for 30 bucks. Okay. Yeah. You can get Amazon, eBay, and they send you, like, a slew of pins, and you can go to any employee that they have satchels, and on the satchels they'll have, like, 10 or 12 pins, and you can trade the employee for their pins. So it's a pretty fun game for the kids because you go into the gift shop, but you're not buying anything, right? The kids yeah. are so focused on going and trading the pins with the employee that they forget about everything else that's in the store. Surprisingly, I didn't think it would work, but we had several kids with us and none of the kids ever at any point were like, can we get this? Can we get this? They were I'm all excited. like, we got to go get the pins. Yeah. But so the employees will have it on their satchel. Some of them, they were telling us that they get to govern the pins. So some of them will hide them and you just trade like a blind trade. Some of them had them in like boxes and you'd pick a number and then they'd trade you the pin That's out of the cute. box. Um, they, yeah, they were really cute. There was one store we, we went in and I had Maze and one of my nieces and a couple employees came up to us with their lanyards that had the pins on it and they held them out like we were at a Tiffany's. They were like 
10 of them, you know, and they're like, here, pick our pins, you know, and the kids, yeah, it was really fun. So yeah, get some of those pins, put them on a lanyard. As long as it's Disney, they'll trade, they'll trade for you and then you can trade your pins. The other thing is if you go to Disney World, this is just a Disney World thing. Um, If you go on, at Pirates of the Caribbean, they have a secret um, map that you can go, there's a little building right next to Pirates, you'll have to look it up. But they give you these maps, and if you follow the map, you get a free fast pass. But the map's really cool. Like you tap your wristband, and it like shoots a oh, cannon. That's cool. Or only at Disney World. It's only at Disney World. But it was really cool. Like people were wondering, kept asking, like, how are you guys triggering all this stuff? But it's like you have to follow the map, and it's faster. I mean, it's it took us maybe like 20 minutes, but the kids had tons of fun, and it would have taken longer to stand in line. Yeah. And then the other thing that we did was they have some other games. At Magic Kingdom, they have a sorcerer game where if you go to the fire station, they give you these cards that have heroes on it, and you go throughout the park and defeat villains, and they have these portals. Anyway, super, super cool. Re- I mean, even for older kids, like, the adults were loving it. Um, so look it up if you're gonna if you're going to Disney World. They also have a couple other ones, like they have a wilderness explorer from Up that was in... Um, that's Only it. at Disney World? Yeah, Animal Kingdom. Oh, so I looked to see cool. if Disneyland has anything. They have unofficial ones. People have made their own scavenger hunts. But but honestly, the ones that Disney have made are really cool because they ha- they've... It's a souvenir in and of itself. Like, the maps right. are really cool. The cards are really cool. So they're giving you stuff and you're not paying and the kids are getting a prize, you and know? having a great time. Yeah, so... That's awesome. Yeah, great stuff. Um, well, we want... We wanted to just have an episode to talk about the people, people at Disney, people at Walmart, people of the steak strips. (laughs) Steak strips should be quiet. (laughs) Um, But we want to also say thanks to the people of the Pod Mill for producing us. Um, They're so awesome. Make sure you check them out. And they have tons of great other podcasts to listen to. Just make sure that we stay in your top three. Um, This is Chelsea. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to send the soda. This is Kristen. Have a nice life. 